Yo, what's going on? It is Saturday, 3 p.m. on the dot, on time today. Very happy about that. Uh, June 27th, almost at the end of the June. Can you believe it? Um, June 27th, Saturday here in Guttenberg, Iowa, coming to you from the basement. The days in the basement are numbered. We are starting the plan for migrating over to my in-laws house soon. Uh, we're very excited about that. We've been seeing them the past couple of days, um, hanging out with them. We had dinner with them yesterday. We even had some Happy Joe's pizza, which was really nice. Uh, and I've definitely enjoyed it. No taco pizza yesterday, but I can't promise it, but I'm planning on it for the mukbang on Monday. So we'll see if we have some taco pizza coming up. So um, today I'm going to, again, the audio setup's a little bit different again today. I'm going to try again to make sure that it works. I'm gonna keep a close eye on. I have a couple of different apps open that I can more closely and better real time monitor what's happening. So hopefully that all goes well. I'll also try to just make sure I keep scrolling down periodically to make sure if, in case there is anything going on with the live stream in terms of the audio, if you guys are letting me know that, I'll pick it up sooner. That's my goal for today. So how's everybody doing? We got Martha in here, Frank Lehulier, in his dumb bar, Mark Chancoco, TV76, my mom's here as well, hi mom. Uh, Kurt is lost, says hey. JC is here, Jared Crano says yo, what's going on everyone? And Tony Young says good morning from New Zealand. Awesome. Tony, um, every time I see uh, news about New Zealand, it's about your prime minister, and I am always very, very envious um, because it seems like she's doing a really good job over there, and um, yeah. Yeah, showing some good leadership. Um, I don't know what your politics are, if you're supporting her or against her, or what even like the general New Zealand consensus is for her leadership and her leadership style, but um, I'm a big fan from over here, seeing it from far. But anyway, uh, Steve Whitey says, sounding nice. Okay, good. Hopefully we can maintain that for today. Uh, Tino V says, what's up, brother? Have you been to 606 lately? Uh, Tino, no, I haven't, uh, unfortunately, because, well, I guess... Um, Fortunately or not, um, I'm in Iowa, um, near where my in-laws live. Uh, we were, have been kind of pseudo quarantining here, not because we're sick, but because we want to eventually rebubble with my, uh, my in-laws for the rest of the summer. So I haven't been in Chicago for about four weeks. So I haven't seen any about that, what's going on. Let me know what you've been seeing over there. I know like the lakefront is technically still open or technically now open for people that are exercising or using it for transit. Um, but I know people were already there before that date anyway. I don't know what's going on with the 606. By the way, guys, if you hear like pounding or noises, stomping sounds, um, I just bought the girls the Trolls World Tour. We've rented it a couple of times, so I've spent a lot of money on that movie. So we just bought Trolls World Tour, and there is like a dance portion to it now. There's like in the bonus features, you can watch the movie regularly, but you can also watch it with like these interactive features where basically it's like karaoke, and then also some like dance moves like on the screen so you can follow along and dance along. So that's what they're doing right now. They're super excited. Um, all right, Striker11427 says, I commented the same thing on the latest vid, but do you think, what do you think about using the new Adidas carbon running shoe as a daily trainer? Um, I think that in some respects, it could be a more uh, effective daily trainer than say like the Boston 9, if, depending, depending on what you're looking for. Um, the pricing is definitely very different, so that's one thing to be aware of. But it is nimble and fast like the Boston 9 is, but there is a lot more stack height, about 10 millimeters more stack height, I think. 
I have to look at the numbers. I kind of looked at the numbers and the numbers are kind of crazy. But there's a lot more stack height in the forefoot. There's a bunch of boost in the heel. So, you know, on those uh, recovery paces, um, some of the easy days. I don't know if I'd want it for an easy day. I still think I might want something even more cushioned for an easy day trainer. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it can be pretty versatile. It could be expensive way to run. But other than that, you know, if money's not an object, then it could very well be used that way because it's kind of like not that aggressive. Styling aside, it looks like it's going to be a super aggressive shoe. It's not. So I, I don't know. But overall, so far, it's a, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a great shoe. It's a great shoe to run in. But um, it's not what I wanted and it's not what I was hoping for. I was just hoping for something like, ah, finally. Um, this is what I've been waiting for from Adidas moment. I mean, I guess I was asking a lot, but um, I mean, they hyped the shoe pretty good. So I thought that there was gonna be a lot coming from that. Uh, Martha, Martha says, do you think the Adazero Pro, today's review, would be a monster uh, for up to half marathon racing? Someone just commented in the review that the boost layer runs throughout the midsole. Um, yeah, I think it could be really good for half marathon racing, but I also feel like at the half marathon distance, that's something that I could take the um, SL20 or the Adios 5 for that distance and still feel comfortable and still feel fast. So um, I don't think that the, I mean, preliminarily based on just the one run, I don't feel like the carbon is that much of a benefit that um, I would, if I were a half marathon racer and I already had say the Adios 5 in my lineup that I, would, I wouldn't feel compelled to go out and get the Adazero Pro as well. So, but if you have neither, and if you're looking for something, um, then it could be a more interesting conversation that way. So, yeah, but Frank LaHulia is saying not paying 180 bucks for a daily trainer, you know. So, like, that's, it's, it's, it's a weird fit. It's a weird fit. Um, I just, I don't know if Adidas gives us more credit than we're, we're due. Because, like, the differences in all the shoes this year are so slight. Um, that I'm having a really hard time like verbalizing or even like conceptualizing where does each shoe fit. I'm having such a hard time with it. So if anyone knows anyone at Adidas um, that has an idea of where all these shoes fit and exactly what they were thinking, um, if other, I mean, I think what's happening is like they've just got a couple of different parallel lines going and they're not that worried about overlap or even redundancy in shoes this year because they just want to see what people respond to. That's my theory. Um, Dickies Noko says, uh, what's a good all-round shoe? I got about 1,000K on a pair of Ghost 12s. I'd like to get something else to switch it up. Um, I think if you're coming from the Ghost and you really like the Ghost, I would also consider possibly switching over to Hoka. I think the Hoka Clifton 6, there's a 7 coming soon, uh, I think in August. Uh, August 1st is the release date, but there's a Clifton 7 coming soon, but the Clifton 6 I think might be nice. It'll be feel very different from a stack height perspective. The Ghost 12 being a 12 millimeter heel drop shoe and the Clifton, I don't remember offhand what the number is, but it's not 12 millimeters. So that might be a little bit of an adjustment phase, but I think that that would probably be an interesting shoe for you to switch over to. The other shoe to consider would be um, the shoes that I've been re rec like recommending basically for everyone is Triumph 17 or the New Balance 1080 V10. Those two are, I think, also great shoes. Striker11427 says, uh, isn't there also the Adazero Adios Pro? There is. It was announced in, uh, in between the time that I bought the shoe and the time that the video was made. So in a very short time, 
the Adios, Ad, Adizero Adios Pro was released as well. And um, it was a surprise to me. I wasn't expecting it at all. Um, Ethan Ennis says, is Boost going to be dead for running? Um, I mean, that's what people have been saying for like six or seven years. So uh, who knows? Um, Myra uh, Drennan says, Hakona Ekaden, one of the toughest mass participation endurance events in the world, run from central Tokyo to the foot of Mount Fuji and back. Would you consider entering this 135-mile relay? I would love to run an Ekaden. I don't know. Are they, is it like very open to the public? Like international public? I'm not sure. I thought you had to be on like a, uh, like a, a college team or a high school team or a corporate team to be able to run. That was my understanding. I didn't know that that's an option for like regular people to do. Um, but I mean, I like multi-day things. I like, uh, I think that's just super fun. And just like to experience that culture. I think even from a fan perspective, I'd love it if like somehow this year, if like they could run an Ekaden, given like, you know, uh, coronavirus concerns, that if there were some way that we could get that televised or like live streamed or broadcast even after the fact, because it's not like I'm going to get it in my newsfeed and it'll be a spoiler, um, like footage from the Ekaden. If they could also have an American, an English speaking commentator, that would also be great too. But um, yeah, I would, I would love to, to even just watch it. I've never seen one. Uh, Potato Master says, what are my thoughts on the Nike AlphaFly Next Percent? So I've been kind of avoiding talking about the, the AlphaFly. And um, uh, I think that it's a step too far. Um, I know technically it complies with, with the rules. Um, but uh, that aside, I just think it's just, uh, I equate it a lot to, um, uh, like, well, it's like what people say, uh, at least what American jurisprudence has said about pornography. I don't know how to define it, but I know it when I see it. And so I feel like the Alphafy, I don't know what rule it's breaking or what extra advantage it's imparting, but whatever it is that kind of like bothers me, that bothers me about it. So I'm going to pass on that shoe. Um, there's lots of people that are reviewing it, enjoying it, running in it. Um, so there's plenty of other content that's available out there and I would refer you to that. But for me personally, I think I'm going to pass on that one. Um, it is Dunbar says this month has been a busy one for both of us. hundred mile a week, 300 mile a month and a thousand mile challenge done. Congratulations. Great job. Uh, I finished my running challenges. What are your plans after you've done your FKT? Uh, I don't have any plans. I don't, I mean, I think you give me maybe a little bit too much credit. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. So I have two kind of like races coming up, um, quote unquote. One is going to be the 10K time trial with uh, all my Mizuno kit that I'm going to do on July 3rd. And then I think sometime probably the following week, I'll do my FKT attempt, which um, I uh, submitted a trail, the Heritage Trail that's around here. Um, it's relatively flat, but it's about 30 miles long. And so I'm going to try and, uh, well, I don't think, I keep kind of keeping tabs on it. No one has submitted a time yet. And so I think I'm gonna be the first one to do it and hopefully get that FKT. Um, and hopefully it's a decent one. You know, I mean, the way, I, the reason why I say hopefully I'll get it is if I finish it, I'll get it. But you know, a 30 mile run is no joke. So like, who knows what can happen. So after that, I don't know. I really don't know. I think it just depends on kind of like what's happening in the world. If there are other events to participate in. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I have, I have, I have no idea. 
Um, let's see. All right, Striker LM427 says, according to friends at Adidas, with the new line, they are testing out Lightstrike and running and seeing the response to adapt the foam to the intended niche uh, need, or niche uh, of that shoe line. Yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. It doesn't make their product line this year any less confusing, though. Um, yeah, uh, JC's coming in saying the Clifton, I believe, is a five millimeter drop. That sounds like a weird number, five, but it sounds about right in that range. That's what I would guess. I would have guessed like six millimeter. Um, Laurent Lefebvre says, when you train, how many seconds is the difference between your 5K and 10K half marathon and marathon pace? Does about 10 seconds per kilometer difference seem normal between each category? Um, I will tell you that I don't know my paces in seconds per kilometer. Um, so, uh, and so I don't know how to answer that. My um, current 5K PB is a little old. And it was like 6.23 per mile. Um, but it was like 19, I think it was like 19.40 something. So a little bit under four minutes per kilometer. I think what I'd like to get for my 5K, if I were to train for a 5K, I would shoot or estimate for about six minutes per mile. So about a little bit over 18 minutes for the 5K. Um, not based on what I can run now. I would need to train a little bit for that. Um, my 10K goal, I don't think I'll get this for my um, time trial coming up, but if I were to train for a 10K, my goal would be to run it at my old 5K, my, or my current 5K PR pace, because that's like two years old now at this point. So I'd love to be able to run like under 40 minutes basically for a 10K. Uh, for a half marathon, my current PR is a 126 something. Um, and then my marathon kind of goal pace right now is somewhere around seven minutes so like i don't know how what the math is uh on each different category but there are tools like mcmillan running i think has a calculator where you can put in like your goal paces or your actual prs um, and some distances and it'll like you have to sign up by email but it'll send you then an email between like what should your training paces then be for like if you're doing a workout that says, all right, you know, uh, two times 800 at uh, 5K pace and then two times 400 at mile pace, you know, like if there's a workout that looks like that, it'll tell you all those things. All right, uh, cool. Uh, just checking that down at the bottom to make sure there aren't any major audio issues. Um, but let's see, what do we have next? Uh, Mr. Random says, hello team. What's going on, Mr. Random? Good to see you again. Hello team, they have removed the Adazero Pro Red Pink from the UK today. It was on the website early this week. Let me tell you this, as I was making the Adazero Pro video for today, I was trying to find it on the Adidas website in the US. It's not on the Adidas website for the US. The Adazero Adios Pro listing that says coming soon is on there, but that's gone. But as Martha told us the other day, there is a, the, the same color, this, uh, this color, for the Boston 9, and it's a very muted Boston 9. It doesn't have like unicorns on it, doesn't say Boston on it huge. It's probably the best looking Boston I've ever seen. Um, that one is now back up, and the Boston 9 had been gone from the Adidas website for months. For very, basically, during the entire time that the Boston Marathon had gone from being rescheduled to September to then being canceled, that whole time, the Boston 9 was missing. Now it's back, it doesn't say Boston 
2020 on it anymore. It just says Adios Boston 9, I think. Um, but that's back. So I, I, I don't know if like they just like released it and like they released it to like the retailers like Running Warehouse and Roadrunner Sports to get rid of whatever inventory they had. And now they're not like don't like pretending like it never existed because based on the performance of the shoe, not that it's bad, but because they have something better coming up like a month later, I think, I think that's what's going on today. Mr. Random, I agree with you. Um, uh, Jeff Elliott says, I took the Ghost 10 or 11 to 500 miles. I think both pairs of Clifton 6 I had lasted to about 350 before they felt a good bit different. And I'm fairly big at 190 pounds. All right. So you, did you like having, did you like, do those two shoes work for you though? Uh, I, I'm thinking that they would, but I'm not sure. Um, Dr. Funk, 12, 7, 12, 16 says, what's your top marathon racer for 2020 out of the ones you've tried out? It is, the, is it the Meta Racer? It would be the Meta Racer if I thought I could take the Meta Racer to a marathon. I'm not sure that I could. I think that I would really struggle with my just feet hurting um, by the end of the race. Um, and that's something that I experienced at the Houston Marathon earlier this year when I thought I could run in the Rocket X. Oh, no, not the Rocket X, the Carbon Rocket, which was a one millimeter drop shoe, not that much EVA in the, in the midsole, and a very, very stiff uh, carbon plate. Um, or I guess not that stiff, but a very prominent carbon plate. Um, so that one, I couldn't take it all the way. Out of those, out of the one, other ones that I've tried, so far, I think I might be liking the Endorphin Speed, which Martha, I saw you chatting earlier today saying that they're out of them on East Bay, so you might have to wait till July when everyone else uh, can start selling them again. Or not again, but can start selling them as per like the regular, like the release date. Um, I kind of like that one the most i also really like the fuel cell tc which isn't a like their racer for this year which is their trainer or like their fast sorry the lights are going crazy they're fast like long run trainer but it has a carbon fiber plate in it so like those two i think are standing out to me so far the most um the endorphin pro i'm still i had a question mark on it from the first day i still kind of have a question mark although i like it much more in subsequent runs than I did on the first run. So that's kind of my thought so far. Um, all right, Colin Baker says, speaking of Adidas product overlap, they have a new Boston 9 and a new RC2. Hmm. That's weird that they're making more RC2s. Um, what's the difference between this and SL20? The, the RC2 and the SL20, I'm, I'm not sure. I. I I'm confounded, I will tell you that. Um, Ethan Ennis says, what do I expect from the Adios Pro? I'm hoping that it's what the Adazero Pro was supposed to be, where um, it's just, it's because it's, it's not Light Strike in that shoe. It's Light Strike Pro or something else like that. It's a different formulation of Light Strike. So I'm hoping that like there's two layers and they're in, the, in between the sandwich of the two layers, there's those carbon rods that look very Terminator to me. Um, well, lights are going just insane in here. They're, they're carbon rods and then like a carbon fiber plate in the heel for stability um, and possibly torsion control. I'm not sure, but just a heel plate in the heel for just stability seems a little bit odd. But the fact that they need stability in the heel tells me that that foam must be super squishy. So I'm hoping that's what it is, that it's just a super squishy shoe and then those rods, you just like, it's like, like a diving board or bouncing on. That's what I'm hoping for. The other really weird thing about it is that it looks like the Adios Pro has no, is just slicks on the bottom in terms of rubber. I don't, I, I 
feel like they were supposed to superimpose some sort of image on top of that to show like what the actual outsole tread pattern was, or they weren't sure what the outsole tread pattern was and they had like a space holder for the outsole tread pattern and it just looks black for now. But I don't know if you guys have caught that. Uh, ben um, was the first one to um, check it out on Instagram where he was like, what's going on with this tread pattern? But I took it a closer look at as well and it's weird. I don't know. Um, Ilan Gallego says, when you go to your in-laws, will you have a permanent setup like this or will you be occupying their bathroom every day at three? Um, I think I'm going to, well, I will have a permanent setup of some sort. It might be a little bit awkward. So I will preview that it might look like I'm in some sort of like little closet or something like that. I have an idea of where I might put it. Um, and I'll be able to do that because it'll just be our family at my in-laws house. Not like other times when I go where it's like the, all of my wife's siblings and their family. So there's more space for me to spread out. My wife still needs to work as well, so she'll need a space where she can um, also have sp work. So I think we'll probably take over, like there's two bedrooms in the upstairs. I think we can kind of commandeer uh, and keep kids out so that way we can uh, do more work. So I think we'll have a, a permanent space. Luis Pacerras here says, yo, what's going on? Good to see you. Um, Martha says, relays are so fun. I did a final leg of the CIM relay with two of my nieces and it was a blast across a major marathon finish line so fast and fresh. That's cool. That's super cool. I didn't know that CAM had that. That's amazing. Um, Steve Whitey says, are you interested in the Brooks Catamount? I'm not familiar with that one. Um, Roadrunner Review says, good afternoon, Kufusians. Awesome. Stevie76 says, Alpha Fly equals pornography. It kind it kind of is. I mean, the other way I think about it, I mean, like, to, like, extend the, like, the pornography metaphor, it's like, you know, original Olympic wrestling was, like, everyone was naked, right? That's not pornography, but you know, it's at a certain point it can become pornography. And I feel like the shoe is like it by itself, shoes by itself, carbon fiber by itself, super squishy phones by itself, Zoom AirPods by itself, not no problem. That combination of things, I don't know, it's weird. Vigano um, Smitty says, "Yo, what's going on? So why is the Beacon Three available in Europe but not in the U.S.? I, I don't know. It's very disappointing because I really want that shoe." Um, yeah, um, let's see what else we got here. Um, let's see. MC1796, Kofuzi, what's your favorite hot sauce? Have you ever had the last dab? I have not had any of the Hot Ones hot sauces. Um, believe it or not, I don't know why I haven't. I've just been, I've, I just never got on it. I would like to try the last dab. The one that I don't want to have is like the, what is it, the atomic bomb one? That one just seems like it's not pleasant. Like no one likes it. Um, and the fact that it's at the seven spot or has been at the seven spot is just ridiculous considering it used to be at the 10 spot. So, but you know, we'll have to get some of that hot sauce. I think now is probably a great time. I'll have to find a, a way to get some vegetarian wings um, like or, or wings or W-Y-N-G-Z. Um, let's see. Patrick Funk says, hi, everyone. Made it to the live stream for the first time this week. Hope everyone's doing well. Awesome. Welcome, Patrick. Um, Louis Becerra says, for a sub 20 minute 5K, you need to run under four minutes per K. Yeah, that's some of the math that I don't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> Stevie 76 talking about pornography says, two inch shorts, though, is not pornography. That's true. That's not. It's just a lot of skin. <laughs> oh, uh, Steve Wiley talking about that Brooks that one, I didn't know what the name was. The one that looks like a trail Hyperion Tempo. That one I really want. I really want that shoe. Um, 
I don't know what the outsole pattern looks on it or what makes it trail, but I like the idea of having like that kind of foam in a trail shoe. I think that that would be the exact type of shoe that I want for my FKT attempt because I'll be on crushed uh, limestone. I'll be on dirt roads the entire time. So I think it would be great. I really want it. Um, and if I got it, I'd probably, I don't know if Greg, is Greg, Greg, are you here? I thought I saw Greg in here today. I'd probably have Greg do something to it too to make it look extra awesome. Um, because I feel like the white, I like the bold statement with the white for a trail shoe, but I feel like there was an opportunity for them to do something with that. And I think they missed it, but I'm very excited about that shoe. I hope it actually makes it out. The way that people talk about it, they're like talking about like they might not release it. So it's weird. Um, let's see, uh, Martha says, hot sauce. I read reviews of all the hot one sauces and ordered a few. The clear winner is Yellowbird Habanero. Totally addictive, just the right heat, six out of 10, she says, and tons of flavor. Ooh, all right. Well, I will try, I will start with that one for sure. Cause that does sound delicious. Um, yeah, and I'll go with that. Um, I'll tell you what though, when we first got here, um, we came with like, we, oh, we didn't want to get groceries from anywhere. So we brought like two weeks worth of food with us and I forgot to pack hot sauce. So I had no spice other than, well, we did have shinamin. So we had that, but like other than ramen noodles, we didn't have anything spicy in the house for like two weeks. So I was like, whew, I can't believe I forgot to bring hot sauce. So I was pretty bummed. But we have hot sauce now. This, the situation has been rectified. We've got some Cholula in here. Uh, Ricardo Katagiri says, yo, what's going on in my run today? I had something similar to you. Ran out of fuel. Had to stop about 10 times to rest and get some water. Was feeling terrible, was able to finish. Well, I'm glad you were able to finish. Sorry that that happened to you. But man, be careful. It's all, it's summer. I think it's summertime where you are. It's summertime here. Um, and uh, it's hot. So I'm definitely being just, hey, you know what? I'll bring extra stuff. And if I don't need it, I don't need it and I'll be fine. Um, Key Fortification says, yo, yo, Adidas were a bummer, eh? I haven't worn my pair yet. Um, yeah, I mean, they're a, it's a good shoe, almost a great shoe even. It's just, does I, I wanted more out of it and I feel like most people that are gonna buy it will want more out of it. And I think that like, uh, if, you're, if you're not in a rush for it, I would say, I would probably, you know, I'd probably recommend, depending on what you're looking for, if you're looking for a marathon racer, I'd probably recommend waiting or maybe returning that pair, depending on how annoying returning stuff is, and getting the Adazero Adios Pro um, instead. Because I think that that's going to be the one that we want, not the Adazero Pro. I, that's my, that's kind of my take on it. Um, all right, Tab Hunter says, got on late tonight. No sound issues tonight from the looks of things. My evening starts now. Awesome, cool. Thanks for sharing the start of your evening with us. Uh, time to open some Dalmore. Awesome, hope you're all having fun. Very cool. Um, let's see, Striker11427 says, anyone know when the Nike Tempo Next coming out? I've literally been waiting months on end, end now. I think those, a lot of them are coming out in July. Is that right? I think that the, someone's been sending me was it on East Bay? They have listed that like a Turbo Next are coming out in July 2nd. I don't know if a Tempo Next are also coming out July 2nd. I think they've had separate release dates in the past, so it's possible it could be different. I'm not sure. Modelo Trend says, enjoy your channel. New runner here. Which watch is best, the Garmin or the one you're wearing now? Um, I think it, it kind of depends on what you're looking for. I really enjoy the Polar Grid X that I'm wearing. It works for me. I have a couple of external sensors that I really like having with it. Um, I think if you're talking about like Garmin versus Polar, then you're really talking about the ecosystems, but because functionally they do very similar things. 
I prefer the Polar ecosystem right now to the Garmin ecosystem because of the way I can look at my data afterwards. It makes more sense to me there and it just, I like the way that's presented a little bit differently. Um, but both have very good product offerings at the, very, at the two different tiers. I think the, the more appropriate question would be kind of like which like, tier are you looking at for a lot of runners. I'll have a couple more reviews. I can't talk about it yet, but stuff's coming where I'll be looking at some other different watches that, that are not at like that higher end of the spectrum, but that are a little bit at the lower end. So some more fun reviews coming up next uh, week or so. All right. Um, Mr. Random says Adidas are just confusing. I will agree with that. Um, Ian Gallagher says lights are probably flickering because the kids are dancing so hard. That's probably right. I think like the wiring is a little bit loose in them or they're starting to go. And so I think a little bit of vibrations is probably what's doing it. You're right. It's a good thought. Ethan Ennis says you may have Strava premium, so you may not be able to answer this, but what is your opinion on Strava paywalling previously free features such as full segment leaderboards and the training log? Um, I think like paywalling the training log it was like a thing that people didn't like realize at first or they didn't talk about it at first because then one day like I, I, um, I tried to I logged in or I wasn't logged in on a specific device or something when I tried to look at my data and I was like oh why isn't it there um, I don't remember how that happened but I noticed that like the the different parts of the training log that were previously available weren't I'm not a huge fan of that. I, I, I mean, um, I mean, no transition from everything's pretty much free to now some things are going to be, or more things are going to be, I know they had subscription levels before, um, is going to be smooth, but like, I don't think they handled it the best way. Um, I think what it's going to do is it's going to end up pushing a lot of people to rely more on their Garmin ecosystem or their Polar ecosystem for their, um, their training metrics and analytics um, because it's taking them time to then roll out additional new features in those training logs. I know they're working on it. I know they're like wrapping in a lot of other like kind of third party services that have been existed before. I don't know if they're acquiring them or how they're working together. So it's like, I, I wish they would have not done those two things separately. Like, yes, we're taking away training log, but it looked like they said, yeah, we're taking a training log and we added these 10 new features. That makes a little bit more sense. But it's like, we're taking away training log. New features are coming. It's a little bit not as great. So um, let's see. Um, Kevin Scott says, speaking from the UK, the Beacon 3 is very nice. Now nah, you're just rubbing it in, man. <laughs> now nah, you're just rubbing it in. But that's okay. I love it. Um, let's see. Uh, Dr. Funk1216 says, good idea or bad idea? Boston Nine is a daily trainer. I think it could be a good idea for a lot of people. I think it depends on how heavy your foot strike is because it's not the most robust in terms of cushioning. But I do think that it has the range to, to be used as a daily trainer, although I prefer to use it as more of a fast day shoe. Similarly, a lot of people use like the Zoom Fly or the Turbos as daily trainers where I don't really feel like that's where they fit but they can be done. So it, it definitely can be done. Um, let's see. Um, all right. Vigano, uh, Vigano Smitty says, cauliflower wings are awesome and easy to make. Yeah, I, you know, I'm probably gonna opt for like a pre-made version that I could just bake in the oven and then apply my own hot sauce to. That's probably what I'll do. 
Um, all right, let's see. Frank LaHoulier says his chili plants are blooming right now. Very cool. Last summer, I ran with someone on the Nike team that I was training with, um, and she grew her own peppers, uh, some Fresnos that were very, very t tasty, and she has more now. But obviously, I'm not in Chicago, nor would I want to, like, I guess probably now it might be permissible, but I'm not sure if I'd want to go get, you know, have her hand stuff to me. So, although I'm sure it's fine, but anyway, I'm not in Chicago, so I can't, I'm missing out on the chilies this year. Kiefer Vacation says, I look so fast in my shorts, I'm afraid people don't see the elaborate patterns on them when I run by. I think you guys are talking about some more short shorts now. You guys love the short shorts. It's so funny. Um, Ross W. Talk about water says, I came up woefully short on water for my long run this morning. Swampy DC weather has not been pleasant. I think that one of the things that people that have never been to DC or that part of the country um, in the summer before don't realize is how gross the summers are there. It's so humid. It's so oppressive. Like, I know lots of places have heat. Lots of places have humidity. Lots of places probably have more heat and more humidity. But for me, like, I just remember I spent like a summer in Baltimore and it was, it was so hard to just live. I remember, I mean, I was younger and probably complained a lot more about weather then, but since then I've been back for work in the summertime too. And it's just been, oh, it's just a different level of and different kind of heat than anything I grew up with or anything that I experienced in Chicago. Uh, Jody runs is here as well. Good to see you. Recycle on Wednesdays is here too. That's awesome. Uh, Kai Schuniter. Cool, good to see you. Um, Martha says, I should probably cancel my pre-order for the Audi Pro and wait till you've tried the high stack one and further conclusion on the endorphin speed. I mean, I, I'm not saying you gotta wait till see what I say first before you buy shoes, but like, I, I don't know, like, I mean, Martha, if you, you've already got the Boston 9. Like, I don't know that the Audi Zero Pro moves the ball that much further. I don't know if you have the SL20 or the Adios 5, but like, they're, they're not that different. I just, I, maybe my feet aren't sensitive enough, but I mean, I, I, I might wait for it. Um, Cause like, if you're gonna buy one of the two, I, unless they really, unless the Adazero Adios Pro ends up being like the Hyperion Elite and you're just like, what the heck is this? I have a feeling that most people are gonna be like, oh, I wish I had bought the Adazero Adios Pro versus the Adazero Pro. That's gonna be my suspicion. And I think that's probably why it's not on the Adidas website right now. Um, Kai Schneider saying, to confirming the Tempo comes out at July 2nd along with the Alpha Fly watermelon color. I haven't seen any of those Alpha Fly watermelons, but like, I like the idea that it's gonna, I hope it looks like watermelon. If it has black specks for like seeds too, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Um, Jordan Ori says, do you use coffee and caffeine regularly before runs? Yes, and also during runs as well. All right, um, Jean-Pierre, uh, let's see, where did it just go? Jean-Pierre, uh, Pierre Antoni says, I just bought the New Balance 880 version 10. Really excited to start running them, but do you have a post-run stretch routine you do to mitigate injuries after consistent running? Um, I don't really have a stretching routine. I probably should at this point, or I should start looking into it, um, but I haven't. I usually have at least, at least a half a mile, if not a mile or more of kind of just very easy running at the end of any workout or run. And I kind of use that as my cool down routine. And then um, 
I do. I mean, I got kids, so I'm sitting on the. I end. I have opportunity to sit on the floor regularly, and I kind of use that as a way of checking. Like, and I, I like will rock around and be like, is anything sore? Is anything tight? And I might stretch anything or massage anything that seems unduly sore. But other than that, I kind of don't mess around with it too much. I know a lot of people are very different, um, but that's what's been working for me. Um, let's see. Martha says, so Kofuzi, is that a faux as best as ceiling above you? Saw, saw it on the spider photo. Hope it's faux. It's, uh, it's drop, drop tile, drop ceiling, whatever that stuff is. Is that, I don't think that's asbestos, right? I mean, if this is an old house, there's probably asbestos in here somewhere. But I feel like as long as we don't touch it, right, it should be fine. I think. Uh, Linus FTE says, hey, Kofuzi, I took your advice to get a chest heart rate monitor and use it for a long run, for a run for the first time today. Had some issues with it slipping quite a bit, but maybe I need to find a way to secure it. Um, I mean, just make it a little bit tighter, get it in there. I find that I have to like find like a sweet spot for it and it stays there. Other times, if I don't, I feel like it's slipping or it's too low and I might have to like nudge it as I run. But like once you kind of find your like, like the right sizing for it, then it should be fine. Yeah, key fortification says tighten it up, I would agree. Um, Tab Hunter says, for a hot sauce nightmare, try Dr. Bernorium Psychodrops. One million Scovilles. Oh, man. I put this bad boy in curries. It is an experience. Ah, wow. I don't know. See, like, I, I, I used to, in my younger days, I loved, like, the, like, eat it as hot as you can until it hurts. Now, these days, I'm like, I just want to enjoy the hot or the heat and, like, not be in pain. Or not too much pain. I just want a little bit. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know that I can do that. Um, Rajat Bansal says, Hey there, bud. Love your reviews, and you motivate me to run uh, for a run. And a question, what are some steps you take for running during COVID? Uh, I think the answer to that depends on where you are and what the situation is around where you are. When I was in Chicago and I felt like there could be people, and I was running on sidewalks, the lakefront paths weren't open, a lot of the normal running areas weren't open. Um, I was running on sidewalks. I tried to run er very early in the morning before there were a lot of people on the sidewalks. If there were people on the sidewalks, I tried to run in the road if that was available um, or in a bike lane if that was available too. So just to make sure I had lots of distance and I did run with a mask. Um, sometimes I ran with a neck buff or neck gaiter so that way I can pull it up and take it down as needed. Other times I ran with like a, a mask that I could wear um, and keep on the entire time. Other times I would wear the mask, sometimes take it off. If I knew I was in a part where like, all right, I could see very far ahead and where no people will come. But if I got to a more busy place where there might be more stops or more places where people could come out of a store or from an alley, then I might just keep it on. So those are the things that I would kind of keep in mind um, in terms of like, what's the likelihood that you could inadvertently come up to someone. Um, I think that my, the thing that I would caution for a lot of people is that like a lot of people are like, well, I'll have it with me and then I'll pull it up when I need to or, or uh, I'll put it on if we get to a busy spot. Um, and I think that works for a lot of like trail running situations where um, people are easy to see coming. Um, but in a city, if you're in a very urban area, I think that's a lot harder. It's kind of like driving around without a seatbelt on saying, well, I'm in the city. We're only driving like 25, 35 miles per hour. I don't need one. And I'll, if, if I feel like there's going to be an accident, I could just pull it on quick. So I feel like in the city, I felt like kind of keep it on the whole time. It's hot. And so like 
it's gonna it's gonna be I was gonna say it's gonna stink. It, it will stink literally and figuratively, but I mean that's kind of what I would do. Here, I don't see people at all. And if I do see people, I can easily run to the opposite side of the street uh, to maintain uh, a lot of social distance. Um, and so I don't run with the mask while I'm here. So I think it just, it depends on what your situation is. Um, also, the other thing, last thing to consider is uh, where you are, it may be required by your local authorities, regardless of whether you think you need to or not to, to wear one if you are out in public. So that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, Broken Chrono says, how can I increase my stamina? I'm a beginner runner. Keep running. Um, I think that slow down, run more. That's the, the way you increase your stamina. Stamina builds from consistency, not just a single day of running, but multiple days and weeks of running. That's how the, the stamina gets there. Work on like consistency of running, distance of running first, and then you can worry about speed. It doesn't sound like you're worried about speed yet, but to, worry, to get to stamina, to build that stamina, slow down, run more, more frequently, more distance, and uh, keep at it. Um, Ivan Acosta says, what trail should you recommend for daily training long runs? I will probably, I mean, I have the Sense Ride 3, which uh, I think it's more trail than it is a trail slash road shoe. I think that could be used if you're running in trails for your daily training. Um, that's something that you can do. Um, but I will tell, I'll be the first one to tell you, I'm not an expert in trail shoes. So I would very much defer to someone like Seth James Moore or um, Ginger Runner, people that uh, are in the trails regularly because they will have a lot more experience. Um, Ed Bud's here. He says, yo, I'm eating crispy hazelnut, white chocolate, and, and coffee. It's 21.32. Too late for coffee? I mean, if you're going to be able to fall asleep, it's not too late, but it's probably a little late for coffee. Uh, but it's good to see you, Ed. Um, and you made the, the, uh, the chat go nuts from your appearance. Thanks for stopping by. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, what else we got? <laughs> Steve Arnberg says uh, Adidas needs an editor. I mean, I don't know. They might, it's, maybe it might be brilliantly working out for them. Who knows? Um, but pro probably not, and probably yes, they need someone to go through. I mean, I think a lot of the brands need to go through and like just like, uh, let's let's filter out some of these. But I also think that, you know, they none of the brands will say like, all right, this is like, they might have a top tier of shoes and then a middle tier of shoes and then even a lower tier of shoes um, that they're planning and pushing lots of volume on, and so um, or like number of units that they're pushing, and so like it's it's hard when they have that as well. Like you don't want you know, I think that there's a lot of pricing theory that goes into that distribution chain, uh, like brand uh, value. Those, there's lots of things I think that go into it that may make like the number of offerings seem in, unintelligible, but make sense from other perspectives. So I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I mean, since the Ed and I, good thing you're here, Ed, since Ed and I made that collab video, people have been sending me like um, listings for like, hey, have you heard of this ASICS shoe? Um, it's like, and it's something, it's either says something that has Nova in it or something that has blast in it. And it's like, it's supposed to be like the something else version of the Nova blast meant for X, Y, and Z so different things. And I'm like, I didn't even know all these shoes existed. And he's like, well, it might just because I'm in Australia. So I'm like, they're, they've got things everywhere all over the place. So ASICS does it too. Lots of companies do it there. And they have lots of shoes that like, if you stack them all up in the same room, you'd be like, 
how do these make sense? I don't know. But yeah, but if I if I were in charge of any like uh, of any running shoe, almost any running shoe company, uh, the first thing I would do is like we're cutting out a lot of the models. There's too many. Um, just because I have a hard time keeping, selfishly, I have a hard time keeping track of them. That's why. Um, let's see. Rasa Run says, have you seen release dates for the shoes postponed due to the virus? Do you order straight from the manufacturer websites or Amazon? Um, I don't, I mean, I have information on Hoka shoes. A lot of them are August 1st now. Um, but I don't get a lot of like release date info from stuff. Um, it's pretty rare that I'll have like, uh, insider information and I've kind of been intentionally avoiding it. Um, I'm not seeking it out. I could probably ask and get some of that information, um, or get a little bit more plugged into it from like an insider perspective, but I kind of like not being that ingrained in that, um, that ecosystem over there. I kind of like buying shoes when you guys can buy shoes and stuff like that. Um, sometimes I order straight from the manufacturer, like from the Adidas website or like the Saucony website. Um, other times I'll order it from the two places that I order shoes the most frequently from are Roadrunner Sports and Running Warehouse. The, between those two, they usually have everything that I'm looking for. Um, occasionally, like I think it was the Freedom 3 that had that blackout colorway, the black and the gray. That one I got directly. No, that one I got from Roadrunner Sports. Um, but sometimes there's a color that like some of the retailers don't get the best colors first. Like, so sometimes it's a weird industry. Well, it's not a weird industry. It's a, it's a, it's a very sophisticated industry. Sometimes the company, the shoe companies themselves will reserve only the best colorways to be sold on their website. And then like other, the retail channels will get different colors first. And so, uh, and it won't, they won't get the better colors till later. So I don't know what the deals are with that. I don't know why retailers put up with that, except for maybe they have to. I'd be super annoyed if I were a retailer. But um, yeah, yeah. so it just depends who has the shoe. I'll get it from whoever has it. Uh, let's see. Um, Jordan Tobler says, uh, Jaden Tobler says, do you ever ice after you run it all? I always take a cold shower after cool down instead. Good idea or no? Uh, I think if it works for you, Keep doing it you know um i don't really ice so much the only time i'll ice is if i feel like i have something like a shin splint coming on um and i want like the, maybe there's too much inflammation happening in any of my joints then i might ice but usually i don't do much in terms of icing or anything like that um uh, all right i think we got to wrap it up soon here but i'm getting close to the end of the comments so um cody davis says i've been in such a funk lately haven't ran in a few weeks well, Cody, I hope you're okay. I mean, it's okay to be in a funk. If you want to take some time off, you mean perfect time to take a time off. But, I mean, I hope you're all right. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, Motivation Theory Running Series says, hey, everyone. Good to see you. Uh, Jay Mondehar says, enjoying the content, Mike. Awesome, thanks. Russell Run says, do you enjoy running in city or farmland better? Uh, I love them both. Um, I love running in Chicago because uh, where I run along the lakefront, I have literally like the best of both worlds. I have like the urban like backdrop on one side and then usually water and hopefully a sunrise like on the other if I'm running early in the morning. So I love that. I don't always love running like on like a surface street in the city because it's congested and I have to stop and there's cars and pedestrians and bikes and just stuff. So like I don't necessarily love that. 
Um, but I do love running in the urban environment that I have available to me normally in Chicago. Um, I also love running around here. We've got hills, nature, um, I'm counting animals uh, that I see. There's just a lot of wildlife. Um, the cows have all gotten, seem to have gotten familiar with me now. So they don't like get super excited when I run by anymore. So the, they've come to tolerate my presence. So I'm really enjoying it out here as well. And it's just very different, um, but something that I also enjoy. I mean, I've run in this area before um, when I've come back to visit my in-laws, but like this is this kind of like intensity and frequency in this part of this of Iowa is, is definitely new and something I really enjoy. Uh, I think that's probably a great place to end it for today. I know there's more comments on there. Sorry about that. If I didn't get to your question today, you can always still get to me, like message me on Instagram, although I'm getting a lot there and I'm sorry that I haven't been quick to respond to a lot of you guys on the uh, messages on Instagram, although that is my favorite way to kind of interact with people in a very like direct way. Um, but uh, thanks everyone for showing up today. No video tomorrow, but we will have another live stream tomorrow, 3 p.m. Uh, Chicago or Central Time. Uh, Guttenberg, Iowa time. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I got for today. Thanks everyone for hanging out. I had a great time. I uh, hope you guys had a great time too. Hope you guys are also staying safe out there on your runs. Uh, and I'll see you in the next one, everybody. Thanks so much.